Lord, I'm running, trying to make a hundred. Ninety-nine, and I have one day. Lord, I'm running, trying to make a Before when she died, cause I know it's coming up. Oh, kitty! Hey, little bitch, how you not gonna fuck on a real nigga? Yeah, I'm getting paid, still late on my bill. Slurp. Big brother. R.I.P. Betty White. Huh. Oh, man, you got something back for me, shit. Mm, shit. You gotta get it, this shit in blood, huh? Bitch, I got my own if I don't need security in the club. All they wolves are looking at me. Shots up in the car before we picked up dirt you Niggas who ain't got shit going, go grab a glizzy, get alert Shots to G-Post, R.I.P. and the reason You gotta know I go too far Get two O's up on this honey, one of them might stand for O-Block About 20 some shots left up in the K-15 still in the Glock Leave my door unlocked and stop, I like getting on feet, park the car Get no clothes, do them dirty, I ain't showing love 11,000 all ones, left my right pocket in the club Go, I 
I shot up everywhere they would. Yeah, you know who took that shit from you? Come get it back in blood. Bitch, come get it back in blood. We ain't mask up, no Dodger X. Niggas know who it was. It's doing shit just like the 80s. Want some back, get it in blood. Yeah, you know who took that shit from you? Come get it back in blood. Bitch. Somehow the world will change for me and be so wonderful. Welcome back All to right. the 1 a.m. podcast, the final podcast recorded in 2021. You're probably listening to this in 2022. We thank you all for listening to us our first year, first couple months of being together. Uh, and uh, yeah, that, that's all I got to say. Fellas, how you guys doing? Shout out to iCarly. Yeah, shout out iCarly. <laughs> shout out to DDG. <laughs> Yeah, shout out Andre Drummond. Uh, <laughs> nah, uh, but hey, man, I'm doing well, bro. I'm feeling good, you know, feeling blessed, highly favored. You know, going to end this year off strong to, you know, have an even stronger new year. By the way, my, my name is Rashad Preach. Milligan. This is Jelani Easley, who's on the screen, who's not on the screen, this Mo knows. Uh, because he's just unavailable at the moment, so he's just audio. So that's who we are, by the way. Uh, welcome to the One AM Podcast. This is One AM Podcast. But but yeah, yeah. Go go ahead, Jelani. Oh no, I was telling him to preach when he was giving us that sermon. When he was, it was like real, real, like uplifting, very, very like Kirk Franklin esque. You know, I felt the vibe. Uh, hey, my people, Betty are White. you with me? <laughs> oh yeah, we got the, we ain't going nowhere. Yeah, uh, rest in peace, Betty White. It ain't happened yet, but it's about to happen soon. You see, uh, Zach Fox, what? he had the uh, he texted Kenny Beats, and he, and then he was like, <laughs> Betty White's dead, and it's all your fault. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, he probably. He was that was that like a like an older tweet of his before? No, he he uh he sent the text today. He sent the text today to uh to Kenny Beats, and Kenny Beats posted the screenshot on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is pretty good, pretty good content. You uh uh Mo, you you didn't catch it because you were like, what? Yeah, no, nah, I didn't. Uh, Kenny Zach Fox. For those of you who don't know, he we had him on our playlist a couple weeks ago, but he's a comedian who has now dipped into rap. And it's because he jumped into Kenny Beats' um, little cave session, you know, the little cave sessions he used to do on YouTube and stuff like that. He jumped into that as a joke. And his joke song that he came up with was, Jesus is the one, in parentheses, I got depression. And in the opening line, he says, rest in peace, Betty White. She ain't died yet, but I know it's coming up. And then he starts, you know, the song, so. Oh, so he spoke it into existence. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He he manifested. Even though, even though she was ninety nine years old, like it was kind of headed that direction either way. The thing is, she was so close to a hundred, and her last tweets were about her, like, "Hey, everybody, for my hundredth birthday party, I can't wait. I'm so excited to see you all there." I'm like, bro, like, pain, pain, so close. Dying at ninety nine is kind of whack. 
Exactly. Like, I made it this far. I could at least get the triple digits. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, bro, if she would have died the day after her party or if she would have partied too hard and died the next day, I would have been okay with that. You made it to 100. That's a far way to go out. It, that's what, Exactly. But it's like, bro, like, the whole thing with LeBron this past week, it, it makes me think of, like, you know, when Kobe passed because, you know, um, every time people look back on LeBron's career and stuff, the night he passed Kobe Bryant on the scoring list, I don't, I believe not enough people talk about this. The night he passed Kobe Bryant on a, in a scoring list in Kobe's hometown in Philadelphia, and after the game he talks 19 minutes about Kobe Bryant, he died like 12 hours later. It's the creepiest thing to me, and no one talks about it. Okay, not to get too people talk about it. Before we, <laughs> yeah, I have to. I have to. Not to get quick too sidetracked because this is the the music podcast. Oh, I forgot. But, I forgot. See, see, I was about to do. It. No, you, it's all good. No, I'm saying we're gonna get on track. We got time. But uh, okay, so I watched that game. If you remember, LeBron had he wrote like Kobe forever or Mama forever on his shoes during that game. Like so, like you said, it's in Kobe's hometown. I remember that morning. The next day, like I'm just I watched the sixty point game because I was thinking about Kobe because he passed the night before. So I watched the highlights that morning, and then I take a nap. And I wake up and he's dead. So yeah, that was kind of that still spooks me out to this day. But that's a different podcast time, different topic. It just yeah. felt, and like you said, it's a different podcast, different podcast topic. But when I first saw it, it was like I didn't believe it because it was so fresh. Of like, you know, people don't talk about retired players all the time. So it's like when they were talking about Kobe all that week, it was like. Kobe kind of came out of nowhere. People just talking about Kobe every day again. So it, it was like, there's no way that that happened this week. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, after we were talking about Kobe so much, after not talking about him at all for the past year. But, yeah, man. Uh, I guess we'll get, get into it. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Last pod, we talked about some of our favorite uh, 2021 moments, including – uh, the well, we recapped the whole Rory uh, Mall Joe Budden breakup, but today we want to talk about music, music, music. And the first thing I want to ask you guys: uh, I've seen a lot of the end of the year music lists, uh, album lists, and stuff like that. They have a lot of the same albums. A couple of them I haven't even checked out myself, but I hate listening to albums like that because I'm always just listening to it just to be like, okay, let me let me lock this one off my checklist. But uh, I guess just my first question is, what are some of your top albums of the year? Okay, I guess I'll... You want to go, go first? No, you go ahead. Go yeah, first. I bet. Um, all right, my overall favorite rap album, I think y'all asked me during the summer when we first started the podcast, uh, what was my favorite album of the year so far? It's been the same album. Uh, ben Staples' album was probably my favorite album this year. I think the reason why I ended up playing it so much was because it's only 20, like 20, 22 minutes or something like that. Straight to the point. Uh, very cohesive album. I hate using that word. I don't know why I use that word. I don't like that word cohesive. It's just very like, uh, like when people want to sound smart on Twitter, like, oh yeah, this Kirk Cobain was so cohesive with his music or whatever. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Vince Staples album. Uh, other albums that I really liked, Tyler's album was very dope. That was another one that I had in heavy rotation. Um, I told you about the rapper from New York. Uh, his name is RX Poppy. Uh, he put out two projects this year that I liked a lot. One was called uh, 100 Miles and Walk, and the other one was called Foreign Exchange. 
Um, I liked, uh, I'm trying to think. I like Tony, well, I guess we'll get to our favorite artists later. I didn't have like a singular project from that artist. But yeah, um, those are probably like the main albums that I really liked this year. Okay. Yeah, uh, I definitely agree with you on the Vince Staples. Uh, Vince Staples is not my favorite album of the year, uh, but mm-hmm. I, it was it was a great album, as you said, from head to toe. So I put in like probably my top five, honestly, maybe about top three. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, my top one, though, I would have to say would be Larry June. His album that was titled, you see, I listen to it all the time. I just don't ever look at the name of the album. It's with him and Cardo, and it's called Into the Late Night. Uh, yeah, I listen to the album probably, man, like at least once a day. And because it's, it's very smooth. If y'all don't listen to Larry June, I, you know, highly recommend it. You know, you talk about some cool play and stuff. And, but also it's very, like the way with the beats and the way he glides on there, it's very, as I said, just smooth. So it's something that you can listen to in the background. And, but yeah, it's, been my favorite album. Another album that I really enjoyed, uh, of course, is Tyler's album as well. Like, you know, our music tastes are all very similar. So it's like, I feel like we're going to kind of mix and match on that. But I think another, lastly, another album that I really liked was, I like that Silk Sonic album, honestly. You know, uh, I don't really go back to it as much, but you know, an album that off a of first listen that I was like, okay, you know, just really a little blown away because it wasn't too many albums that really just blew me away, like especially off a of first listen uh, this year. So I think the Silk Sonic album, you know, I'll give that a good, a good mention. Um, yeah, what about you, Rashad? Um, I might have to say off it, Tyler, Tyler had my favorite album of the year. That was the one that I listened to. I tried to listen to it a couple times this past week, but I couldn't just because I was so tired of it. Like, that's how much I overplayed it. Um, that was my favorite album of the year. House is Burning was really good as well from Isaiah Rashad. Or another one, uh, Cole, Off Season is one that I listened to a lot this year. I know all the words. Um, another one, I said, I, uh, Vince Staples Project was, was a project that I listened to every now and again. Um, you know, especially after Jelani gave it the cosign, I was like, all right, let me give this another chance. And I, I liked it. I liked it. Um, Doja Cat, Planet Her, wasn't really my favorite or anything like that by any stretch of the imagination. But, you know, the singles, the radio, you know, I listened to a lot of radio this year. So, like, just hearing the more singles come up and being like, we were talking about her a few pods ago, and it's just like, the fact that she had like three singles going crazy right now at the same time and the album came out six months ago, uh, that says something. So I'll have to give a little, you know, shout out to Planet Her. And uh, who who was, it was a couple more, a couple more that I wanted to shout out. Planet Her, Doja Cat, Nas, Nas King's Disease 2. That was a, that was a decent album. I really liked it when I first listened to it. Of course, I didn't go back to it. (laughs) <laughs> or nothing like that but when i listened to it it was good 
uh, Grip, <laughs> it's a dude. Um, I, I mentioned him before on the pod when we were talking about like favorite albums of the summer, I believe. Grip, he's a dude from East Point. I had to look up his name literally just now to be like, who is that dude from uh, Eminem's label, Shady Records from East Point? His name is Grip. And the album is I Died for This. It's a pretty good album, man. The kid can spit. Shout out to him. And then he also has like, you know, singing songs and poetry. It's just nice. It's a good, he's good. He's talented. Um, some projects that I've been seeing on everybody's list that I haven't listened to were uh, the Pink Pantherist. Y'all ever heard of her? She's like this wow. emo girl, this emo black girl. Everybody has her album on their yeah. like, end of the year list. Go, go ahead, Jelani. I, I heard a couple of her songs on uh, on SoundCloud before the album came out. It's kind of like, uh, I wouldn't say house music, but it's 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 kind of it's, it's 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 like a weird like emo uh, emo dance type music, I guess. Is uh, it's it. it's Pink Panthers, uh, Black Claro. <laughs> I don't know how to describe her. She. Uh, I don't even know what she looks like, honestly. I just heard a couple of the songs. The song was cool though. She's she not bad. Uh, I would I would share the screen to show her, but uh, I don't know if I want to do that editing and stuff. But yeah, yeah, I, I've heard her before, and like you said, it was just so different. I think I can't remember if the first time <laughs> I heard it if she was different and I liked it, or if she was different and I was just like. Why does this have so many plays? It must be good to somebody. Let me keep listening to her. And it never quite caught on to me. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. That was with her. Uh, it's just kind of like a one and done thing. But I checked her out and, and looked at all her stuff. And a lot of people that I know, a lot of my friends rock with her and stuff. Or like follow her on Instagram. So salute to her. She's only 20. But she was like number one album. Like over Tyler and you know, Summer Walker and stuff. And I know people always got Summer Walker's projects. So, um, but I just, her off the field antics just ruin it for me. I can't even give her a chance because her off the field antics are just the flag on a play, man. But uh, another one I wanted to mention was Jasmine Sullivan. Her album gets like all the awards. It's getting all the awards for the end of the year stuff. So salute to Jasmine Sullivan. Not really my speed. So, but, uh, you know, pick up your feelings. I do like that song. That's a single. I know that's extremely. Oh, yeah, that's a good song. You don't. You don't be in the crib bumping hotels. I don't. I don't be bumping hotels. But uh, <laughs> is are there any other projects that you guys like wanted to mention from like there were heavy on the end of the year list that you were like, oh yeah, I didn't listen to that or. You know, it's got a lot of buzz, but, you know, it just wasn't your thing. Um, I just want to... Can y'all wait? Y'all hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I just want to mention a few uh, just random albums I forgot while we was talking. Um, Chief Keef put out an album a couple weeks ago that's actually one of his better works since, i say, like 2012, 2013. Wow, uh, you know, someone, what, what, before you continue and forget, you know, the other ones, someone said they were like, D-Rose hurt, Chief Keith popping, it's 2012 all over again. I was like, Chief Keith popping, like, what are they talking about? Like, but I guess that's what they were talking about. He dropped a new album and it was really good. 
I I gonna say it's really good. It's a good album though. It's it's like it's like I said, it's his best work probably since like the 2012, 2013 era when he was really popping like that. Um, so I want to shout that out. Um, I'm gonna shout out. Uh, I feel like Young Thug's album didn't get like it, it didn't really have as much mainstream success as so much fun had, but just from a quality standpoint, I felt like he found a sound. And he focused in on it. And it was like a real, I'm going to use this word that I hate again, cohesive, <laughs> hashtag cohesive, a uh, real cohesive album. That was dope. He, he always knew he wasn't going to be gay. Hey, shout out to Thugger. You feel me? I felt like that um, line held back the entire album. I ain't going to lie. Why do you say that? I mean, because it went viral and everybody was talking about that instead of the actual album after that went viral. It was like, you know, when... But Doug is said way... Go ahead. Said way water something, that though. But it's like, it's like remember when, when Tyler came out on um, Flower Boy, everybody was talking about, is Tyler the creator gay? Instead of like talking about the album, which was like the album of the year back then. Or, you know, in contention, because 2017 was heavy. I think that's... When was 444? Was it 16 or 17? Because if 444 was 17... 17. Okay, all right then. It was yeah. in contention. They want the album of the year, but it was in, and that was also uh, Kendrick. Oh my gosh, in twenty seventeen. So yeah, he definitely won album of the year back then. But he was he was in the talk, and nobody was really talking about it because everybody was just discussing whether or not he was gay on the album. So I feel like when Thugger said that, and it went viral, and you know everybody's like, "What the heck, Thug?" Like that's all everybody was focusing on was like that line. So I don't know. I, I hate when stuff like that happens. I feel like this was like one of his more mature albums. Like a lot of the rappers that was like the young wild rappers in like the early 2010s, mid 2010s, getting into their 30s and stuff now. So they starting to transition into like Thug is a couple years away from kind of being like an OG in the rap game, if you really think about it. So, uh, but yeah, that was a dope album. I never, I don't, I, she put out, I don't know if she put out an album this year, but I remember seeing her name a lot. I've never really listened to her like that. But it, it tripped me out because I know she's born in like 2003. Um, the Olivia Rodrigo girl. Oh, Rodrigo. Oh, bro. Yeah. I had so many debates about her this year, dog. It's crazy. And I think she did put out uh, the album out this year. The one with the uh, little gun drops on her face and her uh, paws. But, yeah. Uh, that, that's the I, album. Uh, I got like a teenage cousin. Uh, she's. Yeah, like she's a teenage girl. So she, like certain stuff that I would miss out on, that I wouldn't know about culturally. Yeah. She like is my connection to, because I don't hang out with other. Like, yeah, teenage girls. Teenage girls. So she, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we, I don't know R. Kelly time or nothing like that. So she like is the one that lets me know like, okay, this is what we're listening to right now. This is what's popping or whatever. So she, uh, she, she messes with her. So I shout her. So and one last artist I want to mention. Oh, go ahead, yeah. I'm fault, bro. Oh, yeah. One last artist I want to mention, even though I didn't really listen to an album like that, but the singles, and, well, one of them was a single. Uh, um, Baby Keem. I forgot. I forget why. Oh, I Baby Keem. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Baby Keem. That was the first Kendrick verse we had heard in a long time, and not just to make his song about Kendrick, but that was a big moment right there when, when that video came out. 
That that was a moment for sure. And it, like Baby King's been on a lot of people's like top Spotify and stuff. I'm like, bro, I ain't gonna lie. That album was a letdown for me. I ain't gonna hold you. For real? I, I do I do like both the Kendrick songs and like, you know, yeah, but but yeah, yeah, for real. Like, but you know, Baby King, he said, you know, when they was doing all that uh the Range Brothers stuff, he said we got bored with regular rap, so we made up our own language. And it's like I could hear that. And it makes sense for Kendrick, but, like, you ain't at that point, bro. Like, you only have one good project coming in. You know what I'm saying? So I felt like Baby King could have just, you know, I like, like sometimes experimental al- albums, like, it's kind of hit or miss for me. Because, like, sometimes I really love experimental albums. I'm like, yo, this artist is pushing the boundaries. And they're not. Yeah, no, nah, he uh, first project. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's yeah. stick around. But it's like that one was not it for me, bro. We're talking about uh, Melodic Blue, Mo. Melodic Blue? Yeah, I was like, it just wasn't it for me. Yeah, you know, I mean, first listen, I enjoyed it. Like, first few listens. I say, like, the first, like, week or two. I was like, okay. Then there was, like, maybe, like, three songs that I was still rocking with. But after about, like, a month or so, yeah, that, that album died for me quick. It just, I didn't feel the urge to go back and listen to none of that. You know, and also something that you brought up when you said Isaiah Rashad, uh, his album, you know, for some reason, like, I'm a fan of his, but this last album didn't really, like, catch me like that, you know? It's like, it was good. It was good music. I enjoyed listening to it, but it wasn't nothing that just, like, that really stood out for me for real to make me like that, like touch me to be like, yo, I'm going to go back and listen to this again, you know? Well, I so, feel like Isaiah Rashad is usually one of those like kind of meaningful artists. Like he made meaningful music. <laughs> so it's like, sometimes it'd be boring to me, but like to other people, like his old album, like the one with the, with like the, on the artwork, it's like the dude floating in front of the car or something like that or flying from the car. Uh, yeah. That one, like everybody loves that album and stuff. And a lot of people on this album, they kind of faded away. But I like this one because it was, like, more fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, like, he had a lot more party and up-tempo songs. They weren't, like, you know, trying to bar me to death about, like, black oppression and, and black plight. Right. Yeah. What's it called? Was it you that said that you felt Tyler's album, Igor, wasn't as good as Flower Boy. What I I didn't say that. Okay. Okay. Nah, you, I, I think I think Igor is the best one. I think Igor is the best one. Okay. I know this is Matt Random. That's the album that didn't come out this year, but it, we actually that, were talking about that, bro. Like like right when when uh, we were talking about that album. Oh, bro. Yeah, because um, Jelani brought up uh, Young Thug's album, and then and then I was like, I felt like it got overshadowed by him going viral when he was like always knew everyone gonna be gay you know and i was like it was kind of like when flower boy came out flower boy had one of the best albums of 2017 but people mm-hmm. want to talk every time someone mentioned the album it was is tyler gay or not you know like that was the conversation around took away from right no nah, that's a fact yeah that young thug album i don't know that's another one it was cool but it really it ain't have nothing on that for real like the only song that I see really kind of moving is "Bubbly," and that song was cool. 
Um, but yeah, that was it was an okay album. But you know, I thought it definitely done better in my opinion. I just wasn't I wasn't really feeling it all that much. It wasn't as good as so much fun, but I thought it was a good album. I, I didn't think it was whack. I just feel like so much fun was like that was the album everybody had always wanted from Thug. Yeah, so I feel like this album uh, was more. It was like more low tempo, more, more like peaceful. I guess that's the word I want to use. Than so much okay. fun. Yeah, I liked it though. No, I feel that. You know, I guess I, I just never really been a fan of Thug when he got into like his melodic bag, like for real, for real, like. And I think this, you said it for more peaceful, more smooth. And, you know, I think that may be the reason that I didn't gravitate towards it as much. But I'm going to go back and give it a listen. But, yeah, it ain't like on my like favorite albums list, but I, I think it's a respectable album. Okay. Who are some, um, uh, if you guys want to, is it okay if we shift from albums of the year? Uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, who are some of the artists that you may might have like discovered this year, just in general, that you like? Because there was a lot of, well, I would say a couple of those for me that like you know they didn't necessarily release albums this year, but they were someone I just discovered this year, and I was like, oh, I like. Them. Um, I'll say one artist I think is going crazy. Yeet. Y-E-A-T. Oh, bro, you know who put me on a yeet? Who? Earl Sweatshirt. Okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> That's mad you. random, bro. Yeah, like, uh, I one of my homeboys sent me his music. And when I heard it, to me, it's a clearer, just like Cardi. It's like the same type of B styles as Cardi, Cardi, but like, more clear and just, you know, I don't know. Like Cardi, he just be doing a lot of like little hums and little other stuff in that. You know, he he like to get creative. So I feel it's a little more centered. That's the that's the word I'm looking for. A, a more centered version of Cardi. But yeah, I like Yeet. And then uh, another artist, R and B wise, that I really like Blast. Blast is hard. You know. Uh, I've really, I really uh, grew appreciation for him over the last year. Or so, um, but yeah, those are my. I would say two in those two categories at least. How you feeling about what well, Jelani? I want your opinion on Blast. I never really listened to him like that. I, I like I'll see his name on certain features, and I see people on Twitter talking about him, but I never really. Uh, I never really sat down and listened to his music like that. Last he like he like one of them island boy island boys, but he like <laughs> <laughs> but he he like one of them, and it's like he talented, but it's just like the little rapping singing dudes, bro. I just be tired of him, bro. It's like the Don Tolliver and uh, Bryson Tiller, you know, going back to Bryson Tiller and you know Brent Fias. It's like so many of them like R and B like rap dudes, like. I just, I'm kind of rap on Well, I ain't going to lie. I was never really a fan of it to begin with, so I can't act like I was, you know. So I'll just say it like that as far as Blast goes, like with the whole rap singing and 
type of book. Yeah, you know, that's my bag. I ain't going to even cap. Like, if you can do a good, like, you know, rap, singing, you know, melody, put it all together, I feel like, you know, I'm a rock with it. Another person, uh, what is his name? Kalen For Real For Real? Y'all know him? Kalen For Real For Real? From out of Cali? I don't know. It's like K-A-L-A-N. Yeah, like K-A-L-A-N. For real, for real. Oh, hold on, hold on. I think I seen I seen his name. Uh I might be lying. I think I'm lying. Yeah, he hard. I'm gonna check him out. He signed the rock. He signed the who? To rock. Rock Nation. Oh. Bro, oh, I think he said. Yeah, I thought you were talking about like he was like he signed to the rock. Ah, I, was like, I, I know he just dropped the song, but he got a label. I, I, I was about to, I was about to say you talk about music moments of the year, the rock verse, bro. That was a moment. Right? Yeah, you saw him on like that a movie premiere rapping it. Oh man! <laughs> nah, I ain't right, see he that. <laughs> I ain't see that. Hey, did y'all did y'all see that Kid Cudi tweet? What what kid Cuddy say? He was saying, uh, he was complaining. He was like, "Yo, my daughter knows the, like every word to the rocks verse, but she doesn't know any of my music besides pursue the happiness." <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> that joke reminds me of uh, the Outkast concert. Y'all remember that in Atlanta, bro? The last Outkast concert, and um, oh and kid yeah, Cuddy like was opening yeah. for him. And nobody knew, like, everybody was, like, not paying attention to the set. So he cut the set short, and he just did Pursuit of Happiness. And uh, he was mumbling some words to the crowd when he was, you know, doing the verse and whatnot. But that, that just reminds me of that, of how, like, only, like, people on the outside, they only care about Pursuit of Happiness. I just think it's funny. Yeah, with the Cuddy, I feel like it's very hot or cold, you know, where it's, like, uh, you know, either people be like, Cuddy saved my life. Like, I was about to commit suicide and Cuddy saved a generation of kids. Or it would be like, I just know pursuit of happiness. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I didn't I got older. I didn't really realize how depressing his music was. And I guess, like, I was just a fan. You know, it wasn't, you know, I don't know, at least for me, it wasn't that deep. I just enjoyed the music. But, you know, it was just interesting hearing that perspective as I got older. You know, a lot of people, and I was like, wow, I didn't know this is what, you know, my peers were getting out of this music, you know? That was just an interesting thing to look back on because, as I said, I was enjoying it with them. But this was helping them now. Like, I like so. Yeah, and I always, uh, always liked Cuddy's music, but I, it wasn't like therapeutic for me or anything like that. I just, I just thought it was dope. You know what I'm saying? Uh, back when we was in, like in high school, like 09, 2010, 2011 era, when he was never like my. I knew people that was like real, like Cuddy stands. You know what I mean? Right. But he was never really that for me. 
no, for sure. I mean, uh, with me, one of my oh, favorite yeah. cutties. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, 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 my fault. I was, uh, I ain't mean to cut you off. Oh no, no, you get. I, I was just gonna say, my favorite, uh, <laughs> one of my favorite Cuddy songs was after high school. It was 2015 with uh, Love, and I don't even think. Yeah, that was a good song on an album or anything. It's just a song that I heard riding back from Georgia Southern, ironically. Uh, from the Georgia State Georgia Southern game in 2015, I was like, "Yo, this is hard." And uh, yeah, yeah. But salute to Cuddy, like, like he was never like that to me or whatever. But I guess my artist of the year that that I just like found out this year, the new artist, Baby Salsa, bro, dog, she's so good. <laughs> she's so good. Like her voice is is different, bro. It's just like she's really talented. Her. And then um, the other girl, BK the Rula, BK the Rula, and I just found out she's from Atlanta. For some reason, I always didn't think she was from Atlanta because, you know, like I haven't heard like a lot of Atlanta people like endorse her and stuff. Like uh, Perry, shout out to Perry, he endorsed her or whatever on a um, on an interview and stuff. But BK the Rula is from Atlanta. I rock with her heavy and um, Baby Sosa. Those are the two artists that I was like really kind of discovered this year. And I think both of them are really talented. Oh yeah, I don't think I said my my artist that I uh, I haven't I haven't heard of Baby uh, Souza, but I'm gonna go check her out. And I've seen the name BK the Ruler around, but I haven't heard any songs yet. So I gotta yeah, Baby Souza. She got a uh, she has a TikTok song, and and like I don't want to like name it and people be like, oh, you found her out from TikTok, and it's like no, I promise, I found her out through uh, who was it? Uh, knowledge, you know, the dude who does the little remixes and stuff. Um, but yeah, her yeah, TikTok yeah. song, her TikTok, uh, everywhere I go, <laughs> they all know my name. Everywhere I go, they all know my name. So, so can you hang, baby? I'm a fool, yeah. Like, it's just hard. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I ain't heard that, but I don't be on TikTok like that. I need to get up on my, my TikTok game. I mean, I don't be on it like that either, but but I just knew the plays went up mad, like, out of nowhere, like a million or two. I was like, dang, what happened? And then, like, everybody was like, L cringe TikTok song in the comments. And I was like, oh, this is a TikTok song. Yo, so, like, what's one artist that you feel, like, came and is going to be, like, like, breakout artist of the year, pretty much? Like not artists that you just discovered this year, but breakout. Twenty twenty two. Wait, and wait, hold on, July. Did you say your two? Nah, um, let me name my let me name my artist real quick. Yeah. You good, bro? Uh, why well, name? I spoke about one earlier. It's the RX Poppy dude. I discovered him earlier this year. Um, I'm gonna just say I mean, it's kind of the movement's kind of over now because of legal reasons, but just. There was like a like a three month period where like the Bronx was making drill music. Um, right. I was living up there earlier this year, so I, I was getting tapped in with that. Um, unfortunately, some of the main rappers, uh, two of them, one named K Flock, the other one is named D Thing. Uh, both both of them are looking at uh, like extensive jail time right now, so that movement is kind of on the rocks, but. I was about to say, bro, you was that. in the trenches, trenches, because I ain't never heard of one of them. The, the <laughs> videos got millions of views, though. They they 
they they popping like where they was before they got locked up. Uh, we didn't even mention. I should have probably mentioned this. I didn't really listen to his album like that, but I saw great reviews and I liked a lot of his songs that I heard this year. Uh, Pooh Shiesty. Like Another he, one on unfortunately, the Yeah, unfortunately, legal reasons kind of put that to... I don't want to say that end because I don't want to... I don't want him to be guilty and face jail time at all. But, um, yeah, no, nah, he was... I want to say Back in Blood came out end of 2020. Yeah. But he really popped off as a solo artist early, early this year. And the Pooh Shiesty mask was one of the uh, top fashion garments this year. Yeah. Like, uh, the, the, the Nike, like, the, I associate that with him now. I know Ski Mask was out before Pooh Shiesty, but the the certain type of mask, you know what I'm talking about. Right. I feel like he was the inspiration behind a lot of people rocking that. Nah, that's a fact. Like, I don't know if we spoke about it on the podcast, but I hate that, that new trend. I, I think we did, but I was like, with the the new uh, everybody wearing the mask instead of, you know, <laughs> it's like, bro, I don't want to be just walking around, bro, and just, like, have to be on super guard because this man got on a full, you know, Nike ski mask. And it's like, bro, is he about to rob me or is he finna just go grab some chips? You know, I don't know. I don't really rock with it. But, you know, like, it's a cool trend. But that's why I just say, like, for me, I'm just like, damn. Like, I'm, yeah. Folks was wearing their push icy mask dead in the middle of summer. Facts. 90 degrees out. But, but it was though. like, but it's sure, like sure. one of those things is like, um, what do you call it? How do you say it? Responsible? It was like, okay, so if the kids think this looks cool, as long as it's like, it's responsible if that's gonna get you wearing your mask. I'd rather you do that. But but like you said, like you can't see nothing. Like all you can see is their eyes, bro. So you don't know if they they're trying to commit a crime or if they just, you know, being fashionable. Wait, are you saying are you saying Pooh Shiesty dropped COVID cases? Pooh Shiesty <laughs> did his part in um in promoting COVID safety for sure. Who's one Shiesty. of the heroes of twenty twenty one? Then I guess in uh, kind of indirectly. Hey, shout out to Pooh Shiesty. Free that man. Big brother. Free Doctor Shiesty. Doctor Shiesty. <laughs> uh, dang. I have no clue who's gonna blow next. I have no clue, bro. I have no clue. It. it y'all have. I, I'll let you guys get y'all your predictions. Uh, okay, so yeah, go ahead. All right, so I don't have, let's say, a particular artist, but um, we're gonna get real music nerdy right now. So Quest Love, he has a podcast I listen to, and he talks about how if you really look at through the history of music, uh, music, the sound of music usually changes in the second and the seventh year of a decade. So like, if we look at, let's say, like the two thousands, like early 2000s like a lot of the sound of the music was similar to like the sound of music that was being made in like the late 90s like it, it, the production styles was very similar and then when we get to 02 that's when like the soul sample era is really in full swing it really started like late 2001 when the blueprint came out but um that's when that era of music starts to switch and then when we fast forward to like 07 that's when T-Pain came out like 05, but that's when like the auto-tune 
R&B era is like really in full swing and like we get into like the mixtape blog era at that point, like 07. So I'm just saying to say, I feel like, like because we're in the, the second year, now we're really starting to get into like, okay, we're in the 2020s now, it's not the 2010s no more. I feel like we are gonna have a new sound kind of pop off next year, like a new major sound. I agree. I can see that. I don't know what the sound gonna be. I mean, yeah, for real, it could be this like kind of emo rap that's you know the the Gen Zers rock with. You know, they really rock with the like the kind of emo like most you know crazy. Did you see that video on? Um, I saw it on Instagram where they were interviewing the kids of Sierra Kane, the uh, the basketball players, and just asking them like. Like, who's your favorite players in the league right now? You know, who's, uh, like, some of your favorite movies, artists, blah, blah, blah. So when they ask them, like, who's their favorite artist, at least, I want to say, like, three or four of them said Juice World. You know, and it's so surprising to me because I hear a lot of kids, you know, that's around that age, they still heavily listen to Juice World, you know? I mean, he, he released so much music, so it's kind of easy. But, <clears throat> but you know, that emo rap, he really, he set a wave with that. And, you know, that's why, you know, we spoke about it in the earliest, early episodes when we are talking about raw wave and stuff like that, you know? You know, so I, I feel like that's probably going to be closer to the new wave, man. Like, you know, the, the punk rap, because I feel they're already – you know, fashion is already kind of going a, a little more gothic. And With the fingernails. Exactly. You know, they're going like early 2000s when, you know, punk rock was at its height, you know? So, yeah, so I think, you know, it's no telling exactly, but I feel like that's going to probably be like the next thing for real. That, that's crazy that... um that quest love breaks can break music down like that like that's you know just a side note that's like insane to me he, he really knows his levels to this but uh, i guess i would say if i had to guess someone who would have a big 2022 i would kind of mm, it's a couple of independent <clears throat> artists but this is a completely biased uh answer just because these are like some of the independent artists i listen to the most but i would say uh foggy raw i think foggy raw is gonna have a big 2022 he's got a song with uh ari lennox coming out soon so i think that one with ari is probably gonna take him give him a little more attention and then um just his style is different he's a little older and but he makes it's like swaggy music but it feels profound like it's kind of difficult to explain so i can see foggy raw making the leap next year <clears throat> also Tony, Tony Snowman, I think this could be the year, bro, that he, like, really takes off. You're already kind of seeing, like, flashes of it. We've seen flashes of it the last two years. I think next year is, like, a year that he goes, like, and becomes, like, an underground, extremely popular uh, rapper. Okay. Um, as far as artists that I think is going to take off next year, that's tough, man. Honestly, 
you know, I I know I was the one who asked the question, but I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to tell. I I'll say one person that I'm hearing a lot about, uh, Sleepy Hollow. Oh, you talking about the like the the lyrical miracle? Am I? Nah, I'm thinking about yeah, Hollow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, New York rapper. Yeah. I'm thinking about uh, Hollow the Battle Rapper. <laughs> Hollow, Hollow the Don? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Sleepy the Hollow. I ain't never heard of him. Sleepy Hollow? Sleepy Hollow. He like a drill rapper. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know this dude. I'm out the loop. Yeah. You, I, are you, I feel like I... I... What are you trying to say? I feel like I'm like the residential, uh, like... New York drill music fan of the podcast. Right. You definitely no. are because I only know like a couple of those dudes. Like I know the Chef G because it says he's uh he's known as a frequent collaborator of Chef G. And I'm like, okay, I know Chef G obviously. But yeah, I don't know this sleepy hollow dude. Yeah. One artist that I discovered this year. Um, I like his music is I'm not like a super big fan, but you know, just a little shout out to him. Uh Millie's the white dude from Boston. Uh white dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah I discovered he, him this year too. Yeah. Yeah, he be spitting, bro. But he's weird, bro. It's like he probably the only white like street rapper I, I ever heard of, bro. Like yeah. I don't think like like you've heard white dudes do trap, but he's doing like yeah, fifth grade, I was selling crack. I was up there with, you know, and then you got G Herbo features and Herbo, like, dabbing them up in the videos. It was weird to see. Well, my boy is talking about gentrification. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Millie's, man. Shout out Boston. My boy said they they trying to get out the hood. They can't change the soil. Mm. Mm, right. Oh, he woke. <laughs> what do you say? I said he woke. Yes, sir. <laughs> but he he can rap though. He can rap like like you said. Like he can actually rap, and that's the thing. Like like I said, like with uh with Foggy, it's like one of those dudes who's like older, and they're like cool. They're not quite out of touch all the way, but like they're old enough to like know something. You know, I feel like that's gonna be the thing of like someone who has that experience. It's kind of like when Benny and. Freddie and all those guys kind of popped like in their late twenties, early thirties, a couple of years ago, it's because they knew something and they experienced life. Um, so uh, it's always a lane for that. I feel like, even though Freddie was like freshman list in twenty ten, but he's still in my in my opinion like only popped in like twenty fourteen ish. So all right, so what is y'all like top songs of the year? I'm gonna go Essence number first, number number one probably. I think Essence is probably the song of the year, most overplayed song as well. Right, you know it's crazy. So, just quick side note: I was listening to my Apple Music, and I randomly went to like an Afrobeats like playlist, and like I don't ever go there, but you know I was like, you know I'm gonna listen to it. And this is before the song got like we're playing on the radio and stuff. <clears throat> and so I, I remember I, I ended up hearing this song 
it was like, you know, like the fifth song down. So, you know, it wasn't like popping, popping yet. So like I hear the song, I was like, okay, this is a vibe. I rock with this. And I remember <clears throat> I sent it to a couple people and, you know, and I was like, yeah, the next thing I heard it on the radio and I was like, what? And then it just ended up becoming like, yeah, like huge. Mm. I was like, dang, you know, but I can, you know, I could definitely see how it happened because as I said, like I was listening to the playlist and it was, you know, it was some good music on there for sure. As I was going through, it was a couple other songs that like I gravitated towards, but that song in particular, I was like, oh, bro, this song is hard. Like, <laughs> you don't need no other body. <laughs> it's the way he says it, bro. It's like, yeah, that that's I like that. I, I like I like when you singing so hard that you on the verge of crying. Like that's the type right. of singing, you know what I'm saying? Like that that old school R and B, like Tyrese, like baby, baby, go. Like I need that. I need to hear that in your voice, like almost a crack. You know what I'm saying? Begging. You know, but go ahead, Jelani. Uh oh, hold on. Oh yeah, he have a connection issue. Yeah, he, he about to, oh he back, he back, he back, he back, you back, you back, Jalen. I see you. Oh, yeah, we back. Oh, no, my my signal, my signal terrible right now. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. You good? You good? Yeah, nah, my connection bad right now. But uh, speaking of of uh, black R and B, you mentioned Tyrese and all that. Uh, Justin Bieber on the Essence remix. Yo, I hate that so that? much. I hate that so much, bro. I hate that. That's like the one thing that I hated all year. I was like, bro, like. I hate that song. And they played it on our black stations too. I was like, what are you doing? This is not 97Q979 or whatever the heck the station. It's not B98.5. This is 90 Streets 4945. Hey, but, I mean, hey, you know, but shout, hey, shout out to Justin. He got my boy Wizkid, the first ever Nigerian uh, number one single. You're right. You're right. You know, right, so sometimes you need them colonizers, man. You know? Oh no no hey 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 where's where's the birds the on a um on a hit record and, and y'all gonna be like dang where this come from it's shots out of nowhere smiley on that smiley song it's the worst verse I, I was bro that was so trash bro and it became a hit because Drake <laughs> but I don't Drake he just loyal to anybody from the uh I about to say state from the country of Canada and a put a man that song I mean it won't terrible song because it's Drake. But Smiley, that's the worst verse I ever heard on a hit song in my life, bro. What? I kind of fuck with it. I mean, I kind of <laughs> rock with it. <laughs> All right, at least I... Jelani wanted to say Morgan. something. I'll let Jelani say something. Oh, no. I, I swear to God, before you was, you brought that song up, I swear to God I was just going to mention that song. Like, I really was just going to ask y'all how y'all felt about that song. Worst verse on the hit song this year in 2021. Okay, then how you feel about it, Jelani? Because I didn't think it, I didn't think it was all that bad. The song not whack. It's it's cool. It's it's a part of like the Drake stimulus package. He not. I'm not gonna ever go and like listen to Smiley music, but he. It, I don't know. It, I feel like my standards is so low now that I just don't like. <laughs> bother me to hear a, a whack rapper you know what i'm saying it's like you, okay how, how do you, you feel you about ar jelani when, when you talk about your standards are so low now like what was the artist that really pushed it for you like and then how do you feel about ar with ar being a local guy you said what is who is the artist that pushed my standards low yeah and then how you feel about ar 
I wouldn't even say that it was one. You got to think like there was a time where you wanted to be a singer, you actually had to sing. And then we kind of got desensitized to people singing that can't really sing that well. Like whether it be with auto-tune or if it's like a, like a little Uzi can't technically, you know what I'm saying? He's not like, a, but I like songs where Lil Uzi is singing. So it's like to an extent, I have to throw away the idea that you have to sing in order to make good songs as a singer. Same thing with rap. Like it's certain rappers that not really can't rap that well, but I like them as a rapper. So it's so, just like so I you, can throw but, away. I mean, but but you grew up a yay stand though. And yay been doing that. He's, and J. Cole too. But the thing with Ye was that okay, like he makes 808 to Arbor. He's not the best singer, but his production is so crazy that he can make it to where it doesn't matter. Like he's singing. It's not everybody has that same level of song making to where they can get away with it all the time. But it is it's enough. I feel like we've been in this phase long enough now, post 808s to where people know how to master even if they can't sing they know the techniques now of how to like Travis Scott they shit to where they sound good even but though they can't really sing how do you really feel sing. about like Tyler singing he he uh he's like I said he's same thing with Ye like he understands production well enough to where a lot of the time even if he ain't the best singer it don't really matter because he knows how to fit his voice into the song you know what I'm saying Got you. you know, people like Tyler knows how to manipulate his voice. So it's like, you know, as I said with like Travis, they know how to manipulate their voice to a point where, as you said, it's like um, they can produce a voice that's going to sound good, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, the, the 911 Mr. Lonely, bro, I don't know, man. If you, I, I, I don't know if if you produce. How you doing? Like I don't know if you produce it well enough to sound good. It just sounds good because the song is good. Like it's so good that you. That I look past it and I'm like, oh, you know what? Who cares if you can sing well? Like Run Away. Like Run Away is one of the greatest songs ever. And it's, it's like Run Away. Like you know what I'm saying? But it's like you don't care because the song is so good. But I say with Tyler when I say that it's like at times when he knows his regular voice isn't going to suffice he will manipulate a voice to what does sound good, you know? So it's like, that's why I say with him, if he sees that it doesn't sound, so he's, his music is always going to sound good. Cause it's like, regardless, he's going to make his voice sound good, sound the way that it needs to for the track, you know? Sometimes, sometimes like an artist trying to sing or trying to rap, if they can't sing a rap, is kind of charming a little bit. Like it's, 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 it's like, I don't know how to explain. It. It's like rest in peace, the biz. Rest in peace, the biz, man. Biz Marquis, uh, uh, right? Friend, yeah. Perfect like that's example. a perfect example. Yeah. Nah, that's a fact. Yeah, one of my favorite songs of this year. I love that song by. Wait, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Mo. Jelani, how do you feel about AR? I'm, I'm not letting you get past this. The he, he's like the the squeaky voice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> here's my thing about that: like you got to think, rap has been around for damn near fifty years now. So a lot of the sounds and a lot of the styles have already been done already. So I can't sit here and knock somebody for trying out a new sound. You know what I mean? Nah, I I agree with that. I agree with it. I it was just yeah. I was really just asking for 
you know, you said your music, uh, your standards of music has been so low now, like uh, for a while. So you kind of just have a different kind of palette or expectation. Jack Harlow can't sing. Just uh, to to wrap up that he can't sing, thing. he can't sing. But on a record, he sounds really good. So like when I heard him live, I was like, "Well, he's really bad. Like he can't sing at all." And I thought he could sing, you know, because he sings so much on the songs. Yeah, no, nah, that tune. Yeah, shout out that to tune the tune. wonders. But but yeah, go go ahead, Mo. <laughs> um, before I was so rudely interrupted. No, <laughs> um, but yeah, Bia. Whole lot of money. Bruh, like, oh yeah, but like I love that song. I'm not gonna lie. Like, yeah, she she snapped on that. Um, and not, you know, Nicki verse. I don't know. I'm not the biggest Nicki Minaj fan, but I mean, you know, she she was on there. She did her thing. Uh, another another song that I really liked was Gravity. By Tyler the Creator and uh, Brent Fayez. That's yeah. that was a hard song. How y'all I like feel? that. Uh, <laughs> no, I like that. Uh, I don't mean if I accidentally cut you off, it's because my signal is bad. So oh no, you're good. I'm, it was uh, like it was just an awkward silence. Okay. So I was like, all right, let me say something. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'll be trying to time like my words. By the way, 2022, we're gonna be doing some episodes in uh in person. So uh the awkward silences and technical difficulties won't be there so, uh sometime soon. But yeah. Uh I like songs. Essence, that song is definitely on there for sure. Uh Vince Staples, Law of Averages. I think that was like my most played song on Spotify this year. What was the one? Uh, Can you sing the hook? Um, Ho You Average. Talking oh, about yeah. You got baggage. I will never give my yeah. money to. Oh my God. That, I love, yeah, bro. Yeah, that, that's like you my, got a couple of them joints on there, man. The, are you with that? Are you? I like that one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got a couple of joints. That's like my most, my most played song this year. Um, that, um, songs. Oh yeah, Corso off of Tyler Crater's album. That's probably my favorite song on that album. Um, I'm trying to think. The Young Thug and J. Cole song. It's slipping my brain right now. That was another one of my favorite songs. Oh, and Thug got a song from this year, from 2021? Yeah, on Thug's album. That's, oh, that's one of my favorite songs. um, um. I know what song you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, that they they really should have put that out as a single. That's my favorite song on the whole album. Um, but yeah, that's fire. Oh, I forgot about this song. It came out earlier. Speaking of Young Thug, uh, paid the fine. I think it's called. It's either paid the price or paid the fine. Thug Baby, and it was off a of Slime Season. Uh, what was the mix that came out? Slime Season Four. Slime. Uh, yeah, yeah, wasn't yeah, it yeah. Slime Language? Slime Language 4, my fault, or something like that. Or Slime Language 2. Yeah. Well, it was Slime something number. Yeah, the, the compilation <laughs> tape. The compilation tape? Yeah, the compilation tape. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The Thug and Baby song. There's somebody else on there, too. But that song was dope. Um, I, I'm trying to... I, I want to show some more love to the women, because I do like... I like when they rap, but, like, I'm trying to think, like... I don't want to leave the women out. Um, Kiss me more. 
Yeah, that, that was that was a big song. It'd be like random songs that I hear just moving around that like I don't know the name of the artist. But oh yeah, the Bia song, that was that was definitely dope. Um that Nikki verse was like she she has like every now and then Nikki would do a remix and she'll come on a remix like unnecessarily sexual. Yeah. Like I I didn't really need to hear you talk about playing with your husband's balls on this song about money. Right. But the song itself is dope overall, you know what I mean? Yeah. Shout out to Bia. I put like, on um, yeah, it was like that, man. The bodega. Like, yeah. 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 Just to go to the <laughs> bodega. <laughs> kind of like right below the like the I guess the A list of like you know recognized songs real quick before I forget them. Take it to trial. Was that this year or was that last year? I hope that was this year. That was last uh, year. The years are running together for real, like 2020. Yeah, I think it was like the beginning of this year because uh it might have been last year, but I know it came out before the album. On Creflo Dollar Smiling. Take it to trial. Hold on, hold on. I, I gotta Google it now. Take it to trial. And then I like the song with um the song that just came out with uh the boy that made the uh, the do the chicken dance from Memphis. I like his song with um with the boy Polo G. Uh, Johnny Satanta de Kumpo. The thump thump thumping. I've been Yeah, it's twenty twenty one. Cool. So take it to trial. That song with um the boy that do the what's his name? Duke Deuce. <laughs> nah, nah, that uh, Duke Deuce be doing. He, he be, I like his dances, but uh, you know, the, the boy that do this, he, he a boy, NLE Chopper. Oh, oh, NLE NL, yeah. NL Chopper. Okay, when uh, did he do that? Like, pause. He, he, he what, do that all that? the time. He do that. He, he do this dance where he where he put his neck up and he got, he got it the chicken head. <laughs> <laughs> he got it the chicken head, bro. He do the dance. <laughs> Okay, I ain't never. I never really people. Uh, I, I got, I got to show it to y'all. I got to show it to y'all. I, I was trying not to, uh, to do too much edits, but, but I'm like, nah, I got to show this to you guys. But yeah, NLE yeah, Chopper, um, the th- th- thumping, with um, Polo G. Yeah, jumping. The song's called Jumping. But yeah, yeah, I like that song too. Those are kind of like some of the, like right below the, you know, kind of mainstream stuff, and then all the mainstream stuff. Industry Baby was like my favorite song probably still is my favorite song from my Lil Nas X and Jack Carlo after seeing him do it live it's like what you know when you see something live you're like dang it's John because you gotta see everybody's reaction to it it's yeah. like that with a couple songs for me right you see it live outside and it just changes your whole perspective on the song you have an appreciation for it but yeah right. those songs um and then I guess woman let me think of some women that I want to show love to I guess um <laughs> hmm Rico, you know, oh, she came man. out, she came Shout out with, Rico. she came out with money, uh, with, uh, with Flo Millie. It's kind of missed. And it was such a lob, like, cause the sample, you know, was, Hey, we want, you know, and they just did that for, Hey, we want some money. You think that's a home run, yeah. easy thing. It just mm-hmm. didn't connect like that for me. But the best female verse probably this year was on Houses Burning, Isaiah Rashad. Uh, the girl that was like, like she went off, bro. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I forgot what song that is, but she went off in that in that song. Um, dang, what's a woman song that I like that was released in twenty twenty one? Uh, probably one of the Baby Salsa songs, but I don't know which ones were like twenty twenty and, and then twenty twenty one. But yeah, 
Yeah, I ain't really, I ain't really got too many female artists that I've been like, other than Snow Allegra. Shout out to Snow Allegra. She dropped her album this year. Um, uh, Bro, we didn't even mention her album. That's kind of bad. When like the other year, it was like she was mentioned at the top of every album of the year list. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I don't know. This album didn't connect as well, but I think it, I I still enjoy it. Uh, I go back and listen to it every now and then. Um, I feel. Oh yeah, I definitely have never oh, seen it. <laughs> yeah, I never really peeped in Ellie Chopper's dance moves. So shout out to shout out to Young and Ellie. Okay. Shout out to Memphis, man. Shout out to Memphis. The whole Memphis is like going crazy. They having a moment. Uh, rest in peace, Dolph, of course. Right. Of course. I'm waiting for him to do this chicken dance though. That that's the one I'm really waiting for. But um, but but yeah, you, you can keep talking. Oh, he, he got a whole dance compilation. Yeah, but I was just gonna say, bro, the chicken dance he do is like he goes. <laughs> oh wow, bro! No, bro, bro, no, bro. That, that that's the funniest dance, bro. Is, a... <laughs> is that why Carol Simon? <laughs> That's a yellow beezy. <laughs> oh, he looked look like YK, though. He made me think of him. Hey, dude. <laughs> I thought that was YK but yeah, shout, shout out to YK Osiris. But, but yeah, what, what were you saying, uh, Mo? Um, yeah, Snow Allegra. I enjoyed her album. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a solid album. Um, but yeah, other than and then I think her damage came out this year. I really like damage by her. Well, and also that song that she did with in twenty twenty one. Huh? I said it's been a long year if that came out in twenty twenty one. Yeah, I'm I'm not exactly sure. I think uh also that song she did with Lil Baby and Lil Dirk, that song hard. Uh what was it? Uh uh, never, never change up. Never changes. From who? I didn't even know her I had a song, little baby. I probably heard it before, but I didn't even know that song. But yeah, we did. It's like we didn't change so far, but we'll never let the money ever change us. Like, hold on, hold on. I, I probably heard it in passing. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, that, that's the one that I'm gonna have to look up. But damage came out in 2021, which is crazy. Because yeah. it felt like that came out last year. But yeah, I, I thought so, too. Dang. It's been a long year, man. Also, uh, one of the hardest verses of the year, Lemon Pepper Freestyle, Drake's verse. Oh, Ooh. yeah, yeah. Patty Mahomes when I fumble Yeah. <laughs> yeah, also, but another song that I really like, I got to throw some Dirk in there, Hellcats and Track Cars. He's really good. That's how, yeah, now he is. Yeah, that would be snapping. Red, uh, y'all saw that song I sent y'all with Morgan Whalen? Oh, yes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I don't think even Dirk had a part in it. He was just in the video, right? Like, because nah, it sounded he, like it was Morgan Whalen the whole time. No, nah, he, uh, Dirk got a whole verse. Oh, dang. He said, 
You said he got a girl uh, from Broadway trying to seduce him, but he's from the trenches, so he don't know. Yeah. Oh, he. I guess he did. He change his voice at all, or did he sound like dirt? I mean, I mean, you know, they're probably both going crazy on the auto tune. Nah, I heard it. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, but, but okay. Yeah, yeah. So salute to uh, Morgan Whalen as well. He he might blow up. Morgan Whalen blew up, bro. I mean, but you know, what I'm saying like big 2022. I mean, he had like. He was the like one of the highest selling uh, artists. He won't know. Okay, it was literally like this: Doja Cat, Lil Nas X on the pop side, right, and then Drake, right, on the pop side, and then in the hip hop space, it was Lil Baby, Lil Dirk, and everybody else in twenty twenty one. Morgan Whalen was not up there this year, or or it might have been last year because he had one of the highest like selling albums like recently. Like he sold like like seven mil. Seven mil? Like, he sold a lot, bro. Like, I may be off a few numbers, but he sold, like, a lot. Um, look it up. Yay, in, in the meantime, yay Donda. Um, I guess, how'd you guys feel about that moment in hip-hop? Was it annoying? Was it disappointing? How'd you guys feel about it? Wait, before we before we get on down, I just had a couple of random songs that popped in my head. I had to shout out real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Uh um I appreciate uh, a good hood rat tune. I like I like quality hood rap music. So that the uh the the Summer Walker and JT song, I like that. I'm not gonna not gonna say and cap to you. Um I did like that song. I'm not gonna not gonna say and try to, you know what I mean, play that one off. I'm gonna shout that out. I'm gonna shout out uh Mainly just because of Lil Durk's verse uh, in the Bible off of Drake's album, and uh, with the humming at the end of Durk's verse, that was my that was my song too. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to shout those two songs out real quick. Who wants smoke with me? Yeah. Oh, uh, also, also yeah. This, Morgan Whalen had the highest selling album of the year, bro. Dangerous double album sold three million. Bro, that's crazy. It must be two Americas, bro. But it's all we've been to, America. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna cap. I've never heard a single song from this person. Yeah, he. I uh, took him out. Yeah, I mean, I've heard it. I've heard. It. I went to listen to a couple songs when I heard he was going so crazy. Um, but he's straight. He's straight. You know, I mean, if you like country, you you probably like him. But he's a racist. So don't oh, he's a country him. singer. Oh, yeah. okay. I think it's like a rapper, like a white rapper or something like that. Dang, Morgan. Oh, no, nah, yeah. He, he's, for you. he's a full-fledged racist. He Dang. went on a, Oh, gotcha. He said the N-word. Oh, man. Nah, nah. Oh, he's getting he Riley Cooper on. Dirt record. What do you say? <laughs> I was saying not on the little Dirt record. Right. Jelani. But, um, oh, yeah, no, we, yeah, go ahead, John. We start. you asked about Donda. Oh, yeah, yeah, wait, yeah, hold on. No, hold on. Like, I, I was, I was thinking about the, all right, oh, what? The Who Wants Smoke? Who Wants Smoke with me? I didn't expect it to be a big record because literally the, the song with Lil Yachty and Cardi B a couple years ago was the exact same thing. And it was like, so when it first came out, I was like, isn't this song already out? And then I was like, oh, this is a different song than Who Wants the Smoke. It, this is Who Wants Smoke with me. So I was surprised it was getting so big, but I saw it live, and then you know, you know Savage did the 
like when when they did that and the kids are going crazy, I was like, oh yeah, this is a hit. Like that part was stuck in my head of just a little tap, tap, tap. You know, uh, that was I knew there was somebody, but we got so deep into the conversation I forgot. But Nardo Wick was the person that I originally thought of when we was talking about like artists I think we're gonna blow. Because the support that he's gotten, I mean, he's only like 19, and but he reminds me of a young savage, you know, where like 21, he his substance wasn't like the best, but you know, he was still spitting. And I feel like no, nah, bro. When, when Twenty One first came out, he's trash. I had no idea he was gonna be this good of a rapper or this good of an artist at all. When we heard Red, because you was in the car, don't do this, mo, for the camera. You was in the car the first one of the first times we played Red Ops, bro. And we was like, it is kind of hard though when the beat drop, because the beat drop and the beat boom, boom, boom. It won't cause his lyrics. But go ahead. I don't know when he when he uh said pull us uh pull the letter window down. <laughs> uh, but nah, but I feel Nardo Wick. I think I think he may, he gonna probably have a big twenty twenty two. I think he gonna he's an artist that he seems he seems like he has his head on straight. And you know he seemed determined, you know. So I think he can definitely be somebody that's going to go crazy. But what did, Wait, you, did you did you did you see the interview he just did? Yeah, I I mean you know I get his logic, man. You know why why am I working for five hundred a week when I can just go rob somebody for five k real quick? Oh, this man crazy. He's sorry, my signal dropped out, bro. Yeah, yeah, you good, you good. We still hear you, but. Nah, this man, that man is crazy. That's his logic off rip. Like when when I listen to you guys, what oh, do you yeah. guys think of the, the Roddy Rich album? Just real quick, kind of sidebar. Well, I mean, from what I heard, oh, go ahead. the internet I feel like was kind of overly hard on it. That's from what, what I'm saying. saying. It wasn't bad at all. Like I, I mean, I get it with the Silk Sonic album because like. <clears throat> It was like, if you're putting every song to the standard of the singles, okay, it didn't live up to the singles, you know, standard every single song. It was still an all right project. So I, I got when they were hard on that, Silk Sonic. But the Roddy Rich album, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it wasn't bad. Right. How? No, I don't think it was. I don't know. It wasn't nothing really like stood out i feel like in music before it it was so unexpected we didn't know what to expect and with this album it it was just pretty much more of what we already kind of got you know i agree with that i agree with that yeah you know it had a couple of songs on there like i like the song move to miami uh with little baby i like the song with gunna i like the song with future uh all good um, I like uh takeoff, takeoff on there. Yeah, so, I like yeah. how takeoff get his verses, man. Yeah, when he came on there, I, I had to you know look down because you know a lot of times when I let, listen to the albums, I just let it r- roll through, and then you know there's something that stands out. I look. Georgia just scored, bro, seven zero. Uh, for for uh, I had to let them know because the guys were recording during the Georgia game. They wanted to know, so I just keeping them abreast of of the happenings on the outside world oh okay it was their first drive too so 
pretty early in the first quarter. They just scored. But yeah, uh, like I definitely agree with you what you said right there. I, I like the future song or whatever. But I, go ahead, Mo. I'll let you keep cooking. Oh no, that pretty much. I I think you know I like how he did the switch up where it went from more from rap to more of like a well, you know Jamie Foxx said time to slow it down. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was cold. That was a good. I'm like, this is creative. Think I'm yeah. listening to College Dropout. Right. Yeah. You know, and that's why I was saying, like, I, I like his artistic ability, but it's just, it was nothing that just really like popped on there. And so that was my only thing about it, you know. But I still enjoyed it, though. There's a couple of songs that I listened to. As I said, Move to Miami, All Good. And then Don't, excuse me, Don't I. Um, but other than that, and I still like Late at Night. I, I really like Late at Night. I think that's a good song. I'm tired of this song. Yeah, nah, I, I like this song. I ain't gonna cap. I ain't gonna cap. You know, we doing all the talk about Essence. I'm tired of that song. But if I never... Nah, nah, that, I, I am tired know. of it. But it's still hard. I ain't gonna lie. But, but go <clears> ahead. Yeah, no, it's still, it's still a great song. But it'd it be like, bro, like, you'll go to like two, three different stations. They playing that song, bro. But another song, have y'all ever heard that song, Gallus by Capella, Capella Gray? <clears throat> no, no. She and she and she. Oh, all right, that song is terrible, bro. I said uh, Smiley had the worst record on the hit, on the, on the uh, worst verse on the hit record. No, that is, I don't get it at all. It's like a, and then it's the other one, the, the Dougie flip too. Go ahead. I'm like, what do you what you don't get, bro? He wants don't she. like the flip. <laughs> the Dougie like, record oh, too, because nah. it's like the Dougie isn't old enough for that. And then every time I hear it, I get excited. I'm like, hey, duh. and then it's like, and then I write, I'm like, bro, no, this song isn't old enough for you to flip it. Yes, it is. It's like I didn't. My I don't, like, bro. don't don't flip. Don't flip. Hit. Teach me how to Dougie. Don't flip that. Out of respect. That's like flipping the swag surf, you know. And it, don't do that. I mean, yeah, some songs don't need to be flipped, but I mean, over time, it's gonna swag surf gonna get flipped, bro, and it's gonna be a banger to the kids <laughs> listening. And we're gonna be like, bro, they really get flipped swag surf, bro. <laughs> yeah, did you see Shaka Khan said that Kanye ruined uh, her song. Uh, no, nah, I didn't see through that. Through the wire, I was like. Shaka, you tripping. Stop the cap, sister. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He made, if anything, he made it better. Like, it's yay. But speaking of yay, Jelani, I'll, I'll let you get into it, of uh, one of the biggest kind of things of the year with uh, Gay Bush Donda. Yeah, I feel like it was more of a moment. I mean, the album itself was good, but I feel like the, the moment of the moment of Donda coming out and everything that surrounded it in the shows and um, him living in the uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium and all that, I feel like that was, like that was a moment within itself. Outside of just the music, just the whole lead up, uh, the show in Chicago with uh, Marilyn Manson and the baby, uh, it, it was it was just a lot going on. You know, it, it was it was a, a definitely an interesting summer. The whole fake, I ain't gonna say it was fake, but the the whole Drake and Kanye beef or whatever. Um, <clears throat> Before, before Jay Prince stepped in and stopped it before it got really violent between Drake and Kanye. Um, 
So yeah, but I, off the grid was probably I seen Complex name that as a song of the year. That's another one of the songs I should have mentioned on my favorite songs this year because Fabio's verse is probably my favorite verse of uh, 2021. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I, I think it's like more so like like you said, the fact that it was two big artists going against each other was kind of like a moment more so just because of how ginormous they are compared to every other rapper. As far as the actual quality of the records, I don't think like they're the two records of the year. If anything, Donda's closer than CLB. Yeah, but you know, I'm biased, you know, I'm Ye Stan, so. Uh, but you know, even Ye changing his name to Ye was a part of the whole thing and stuff like that. And um, having Kim, bringing Kim out in Chicago and remarrying her and walking off with, you know, holding her hand and stuff. Uh, well, her to leave. Yeah, and her to leave for Pete. And then him being like, you know, like doing the, I'm losing my family, like in front of 60,000 people of being just crying on stage. I'm losing my family. I'm li like, I'm like, it just felt like an extremely personal moment that, you know, you kind of let me in on and I felt uncomfortable because I'm like, am I supposed to be listening to this right now? But, uh, you know, Donda was, uh, Donda, I really liked Donda. It was just too long, you know what I'm saying? And uh, my verse of the year, and I know we're not there yet, but but I just oh okay I'll I'll wait I'll be patient. Actually, we've already gave our verse of the years. Oh, we did. Well, because I I gave uh, Drake Lemon Pepper Freestyle, and then he just gave Fabio. Jada Kiss, who shot you? Jada Kiss, who shot you? Song came out in like 2010 though. It's the moment of the year. Yeah, verse. I do not care. Freestyle? I do not care. <laughs> Who knew about it in twenty? He was a moment of the year. I'm with that. <laughs> moment of the year, Amber, because he re-released it on the streaming platforms. It was a mixtape cut yeah, in 2010, but they put it on streaming services after verses. Who shot your verse of the year, bro? I'm not mad at that. I can get your blame blown out for five bucks. Mm. <laughs> Stop lying to the I people. This is New walk. York. Huh? Did we in the home of hip hop? This is D Block and Dipset. Stop playing with the people. Why these dudes rapping over the words? They don't know the words to their own records. Tech, let's make something happen. Mm. R.I.P. Draco the Ruler. R.I.P. Draco the Ruler. Yeah, you just figured you know throw that in there. I'm sorry, my signal dropped out, so I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to seem like I'm disrespecting Draco. I just. No, Draco. I just heard y'all mention his name. That, that was crazy that he died. Like no, rest in peace, Draco. I mean, it, it's always crazy to die like at a young age, but, but <laughs> to die like right, you know, right before your show and stuff, it's pretty sad. Well, yeah. It's just wild to me how he went out. Like I, I, don't, I can't remember a rapper, a big rapper, getting stabbed today. Like that's unfortunate. You saw that, that they said it was like a prison style hit. Yeah, I, I would think it would have to be like like um like Jelani was saying before he cut out. You know, the fact that it was a stabbing, it's like you know you, you know about the shootings, but to get too close, to get that close to a person and stab them, like it had to have been some like prison backwards, you know, country bumpkin stuff to make it happen. Yeah, I mean, you know, they said it was like a hundred dudes, like well. They said it was a lot of, like, they were just extremely outnumbered. 
Yeah, like, and they got video. Yeah, they got video of like his crew, like, kind of like going the other way, and you know, it's unfortunate in it. You know, I guess <clears throat> I'm the curious. Did them like that? I didn't know that. Yeah, like, yeah, they they ran, but it's don't, no, bro, don't don't run when you with me, bro. And you know, come on, bro, don't do that. If if I'm going down, y'all going down with me, bro. So so you feel if all right, you 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 part of a crew because they weren't necessarily a gang, yeah. but they were a crew that had beef with a bunch of pyrus, a bunch of bloods. Yeah, hundred of them people that you beefing with are walking straight towards you, and yo, the person that you know they want to kill is right there. Like yo, what's up? Let's do it. You like bro. Let's just dip, but he like nah. Like I ain't finna back up. So you are what you doing? <clears throat> I might have to leave. I might have to leave. I'm sorry. That <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying it was, it was nice knowing you, bro. But uh, I think it's, it's time to dip because it's like, like say well I, I won't mention any names because i don't want to put that in the atmosphere but i was just thinking about our homies and like one of them was like in that and then you know like they came and you know your homie was like talking big to them and then you like bro don't throw me in this like i, I don't have nothing to do with y'all beef right but i, I mean I, I, I wouldn't want to die over my homie's beef but i mean it's yeah like, but it's, the thing is I, huh what you but if we if we if y'all all backstage in my show, like y'all y'all enjoying the, the benefits of this this rapper life that I'm surrounding y'all with. Not to say that his homies not getting their own money or whatever, but like y'all y'all to a certain extent y'all gotta hold down the breadwinner. Right. Yeah. You know, but I, I don't you know, know about that one. There's a video of them like, you know, <laughs> as I said, but I don't know if that's before or after he got stabbed. So, you know, if they already got him and, you know, you see him bleeding and whatnot, then it's like, I don't know. But then it's like still that might, that should maybe motivate you to go hard. My bad. (laughs) But, yeah, I don't know. It's a crazy situation. But, you know, stop the violence, man. You know. Crazy times out here, dog. How do y'all feel about that phrase, stop the violence? I mean, I agree, but it's like, I think we're too deep in. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's like, it's like, it feels like it's just like, you're not doing nothing. Like, just feel kind of performative. Like, say like the Young Dolph thing is like, we got to change hip hop. And I'm like, bro, like, like I kind of gave up after Bankroll Fresh. Right. No, I'm yeah, in- not to get too dark or like. Yeah, go ahead. Not to get too dark or off topic, but it's just, it's just too many layers of. Uh, it's not just a hip hop thing; it's a poverty thing. Like it's it, 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 it's a lot of layers that comes back to why these rappers are getting killed and stuff like that. It ain't that simple to just be like stop. You know what I mean? Stop shooting each other. Like it's a, it's a lot more complicated than that. Uh, All right. We were talking about losers of the year going into this. Number one loser of the year got to be Joe Biden, bro. Got to be, bro. 
he did all this promising, said he was going to control the virus, said he was going to do this for the student loans, said he was going to change this, said he was going to care about black folks, said, and I ain't seen a lick of it. And I know president is hard. It's a hard position when you got, you know, the whole, a lot of people, you know, who can control things as well. But Biden kind of ain't did nothing, bro, of like kind of substance. They they released the, uh, the restriction plan, right? I think that was like the biggest thing they've done. And that can't even get passed because the boy Joe Manchkin is against it. So it's like, ain't nothing happening, bro. We just got political out of nowhere. It was, I was, well, you were talking about the whole structure of the system and the layers that goes into black men killing each other. And I was like, well, okay, well, let's look at the the candidate who said, you vote for me, I'm going to do it for the blacks. You know, if, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. You know, black people voted for him and then what happened? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's just kind of BS, bro. It's like, because how do you change this? It's like you change it with like local elections and, you know, politics and rules and regulations like, you know, structure, infrastructure, you know, having community centers, having paying people money to be like good supervisors at the community centers. Um, you know, like it's a lot of programs and stuff that you can build on a base level for the youth. And it all starts with politics and like things that we vote for. So it's like if we're voting for people who's going to promise this to us and change, bro, Georgia just scored again on a reverse. Uh, they they reversed it to, I believe it was Zamir Wright, and Zamir Wright just threw a touchdown. No, that wasn't Zamir Wright. It was some re- receiver. So but yeah. Bama, Bama, Georgia, yeah, yeah, so it's a blowout. So you guys don't even have to worry about the game now. But um, uh, dang, what was I talking about? But yeah, it comes down to politics, right? But with the politics, when they promise you these things and you vote for them and nothing changes, then what do we do? What is going on? It's like we're going in like this endless, hopeless cycle. Right. And we deal with it. We're like, okay, well, I'll just look at NLE Chopper doing the chicken dance to make me laugh, to distract me from the fact that we're in an endless, hopeless cycle of life. NLE Chopper's the answer, man. NLE Chopper's the answer and precisely has done more for the COVID pandemic than Joe Biden or, or Dr. Fauci. Facts. I'm All sorry, facts. Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci didn't deserve that straight at the end. I apologize, Dr. Fauci. <laughs> no, but, but, but Pooh deserved that praise, though. Right. <laughs> yes. Man, uh, this dude uh, at my job, he he's a big conspiracy theorist. And this man brought up, he was like, man, I'm telling you, you know, all of this stuff is just controlled by the media, man. I'm telling you. You know, he was like, let me show you something. Let me show you something. Watch this. Watch this. So then he took out he took out a piece of paper, and he wrote Omicron, and then he wrote Delta. And then he just started crossing off letters, right? He eventually got to the point where he put the letters together and it made media control. Yeah. I seen some kids from our high school say things about uh, COVID because, you know, everybody got COVID in the past two weeks. So one of the dudes, he was talking about taking his three-mile run. And he said, it's a bit slower than usual because, you know, because I I have COVID. 
So, you know, okay, that's the first thing. Why, what are you doing outside running for three miles with COVID? And then, so like the people was like, uh, COVID is a hoax anyway. And then someone was like, and them quote unquote vaccines too. And then like the uh, dude responded like facts. And I was like, I want to respond to you three stooges. Marietta High School said email you guys on the next Monday and tell you guys to come back into school because like you obviously didn't pick up enough. Like, and you're embarrassing all of us as black graduates of that high school whenever you type things on the internet, but go ahead. Oh, wow. <laughs> go ahead, Joe. No, I was saying, I would have I walk, walked off the job if, 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 if that happened. If he did that in front of me, I would have reported my HR for that. <laughs> Media right. control. It was just dude, he was like, and just notice how they came out with the, why are they coming out with it now, huh? Why is the new variant coming out at this time? Isn't that kind of strange? And it's like, bro, you guys are the dumbest group of individuals I've ever seen in my life. Literally. The dumbest group of... And there was another one. It was like, nah, forget the Jay-Z versus debate. Why is everybody getting sick at the same time right now? And then people were like, hmm, in the comments. Like, you guys can't be this stupid. You guys, it can't be possible that you're this stupid. Come on, they're clearly not that stupid, bro. Everybody knows it's 5G. It's a 5G, bro. It's the 5G tires. It finally got us. It's March 20th, uh, 2020, excuse me. And it just took about a, a year and a half, but the 5G towers and their effects have hit us. Yeah, you know, it's just it like the rays, it takes a little, you know, just a little moment. It's like if you outside more, then you know. They've been like hitting you like crazy. You know, I spent that that week in Costa Rica, so I have a few less rays than others. So, <laughs> so comment I be... down below if you got the new iPhone and you've been sick within the last five days. I'm trying to see something. <laughs> Facts. Nah, shout out, shout out to the five G COVID strand. Mm, right. Five G COVID strand is ridiculous, bro. The the five G variant, and then people are like. By the way, this is not going to be the last variant. I'm like, yeah, no duh. If you people don't take it seriously from the jump, it just keeps getting worse and worse because no one's taking it seriously. And people are like, dang, why is this getting worse and worse? It's the media. Like like you said, the media control thing is ridiculous. Bro. It's ridiculous, man. I will, oh, man, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go down this I'll, dark hole. Go go ahead, Jelani. I will say this, though, before we get, like, all the way COVID-ish. Um, the cases are going up, but like the with each variant is becoming less severe. Like for the most part, this this variant has been for most people, at least for vaccinated people, um, this has been kind of like a common cold more than anything. Oh, for me, I ain't gonna lie, bro. It hit me hard. I ain't gonna lie. It wasn't no common cold, bro. For real? You you down and out? It hit me. For the first couple of days, it hit me for sure. And it was different symptoms every day. So it was like it's kind of unpredictable. It's like, what am I going to wake up and have now? It was weird, mm. but it was different. But, um, but, I mean, I didn't die, and I, I wasn't on a ventilator, so, I mean, that's, that's always a positive. Um, but, yes. yeah, man, uh, I, uh, shout out to Russ. You guys want to give Russ any flowers for, like, holding down kind of the grimy rap this year? Oh, what about uh, West Side Gun? West Side Gun released something that was kind of popular this year. Shout out to West Side Gun. Um, but yeah, you know, Russ was holding it down with the barsy bars and lyrical miracle spiritual as well. Shout out to Russ for saving hip hop. 
Uh, for a safety spot. <laughs> new savior. But yeah. Oh, go go ahead, Ma. I'll, I'll let you go. I, I had nothing else. That's why I was... Go ahead. Nah. I will say this, man. You know, it's interesting. Like, he going on this whole rant talking about how, like, man, you know, man, all these people didn't like me. But, you know, I'm the... I'm the thing to show you that no matter if they don't like you, if you just putting out uh, dope music, then they they always gonna rock with you, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, the thing about Russ that I feel, you know, is he's a very good artist and, you know, a very good artist. But also I think, you know, his, his realistically, the people who buy music is white people, you know? So then you got the white dude, See, that's the that's the government trying to control us. How's this going, you know? Okay, here we you go. We back. We back. Yeah, that, that's what I said. When when it cut off, when it froze, Mo, I said that's the government, right? When you start speaking some real, you said white people. Mm-hmm. They said, I said, okay, <laughs> that's that stuff. Go ahead, Mo. Okay, but yeah, from white people. Yeah, but I was saying, like, you know, I just think. You know, when your demographic is, you know, majority white people and, you know, and you're sitting here saying all this stuff of like, man, y'all, you black, pretty much you other rappers, he didn't say black people, but black, I mean, these other rappers who are black <clears throat> and, you know, talking about the crap like, yeah, you know, y'all don't own y'all stuff. And I get what he was saying of, you know, I'm just trying to do my part in the community. You know, if I'm going to be in this space, then you trying to teach you know and i'm like bro that's and, but, not why you was and bro and real. um on that rory and Maul thing uh was uh dolph already dead uh i think so but i don't think they recorded it i think it came out after he died okay because because i was about to say because like for to be talking about all that independent and be like russ putting on for the independence i'm like dang it nobody like not one person mentioned Dolph. right now nah, for real you know but I can see it's just it's like man, I, his his energy, you know, it's just very arrogant, and I'm not the biggest fan of it, you know. He's annoying, bro. <clears throat> yeah, you know, it's like he's you, talented. He's a talented dude. Yeah, super talented, but it's just like it's just like shut up, bro, you know. And it's, and it's you sell and you do so well. Not you know, it's because you. The, the white people, they really appeal to you, you know? I mean, they really are attracted to you just because, one, you look like them. And then, you know, it's, it's kind of like the logic thing, you know? It's like, oh, look at this white guy. He can rap better than all the other black guys. Well, I mean, well, and then his first hit was, what they want, what they want, what they, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't no grimy hip, you know what I'm saying? It's all about how you come in the door, too. It's like when we were talking about Doja Cat a couple episodes ago, how Nikki came in grimy. She came through grimy through the underground rap scene, and then she became a pop star. Like Doja was doing underground forever, but her first thing popping was pop. You know, I'm a cow. I move. You know, what I'm saying like, and then say so. You know, so, but so it's like that with Russ. If Russ, the first thing we heard from Russ was what they want, what they want, what they, you know, what I'm saying they want no bars. You know, what I'm saying so. That's how we gonna look at you, right? But I mean, as I said, dude's super talented. So, you know, thank you for saving hip hop, Russ. It's just one of those things where it's like, you know, you, you're good in your own pocket. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
cater to your people. It is what it is. I'm excited for, for Earl. For Earl, bro, like, how y'all feel about Earl? Because it's like, sometimes I'll be listening to his new stuff. Every time it's the first time I'm hearing it, I'm like, what is this man even listening to when he hears a beat? Like, because it just be like some off-the-wall paint Picasso type stuff. Um, I don't really listen to Earl like that. I ain't going to cap. Yeah, so... Yeah, I, I really ain't got much of a <laughs> Some rap songs, I, I still play it heavy. Go ahead, Jelani, are you on? I see Jelani, but he stepped away, so. Um, but yeah, like, I still, like, some rap songs is probably one of my most played albums this year. Some rap songs and Faces, still. Faces got a little less played, because I played it so much in 2020 during the shutdown. But. Right. Yeah, yeah, some rap. But, but I love Earl, bro. But sometimes I hear him, and I'm just like, what is this man even, like, listening to when he in this? And the comments be like, Earl on another level. And I'll be like, bro, I must be, like, not connecting with me because it just don't make no sense. But, yeah, man, um, those are all my music picks for the year. Uh, with the verses, obviously, uh, the Bow Wow verses, I love that. 3-6 Mafia fight, that was cool. Um. Yeah, that, that's like pretty much all I have. If anybody, oh, there's Jelani. Uh, yeah, so Jelani, I, 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 I want to ask. Oh, go ahead. I don't know. I was trying to add the dip off for a second. My fault. Oh, you good? I just wanted to ask you about Earl, bro. Like, because Earl, I be loving his stuff. Like, a couple listens in, like, some rap songs was probably one of my most played albums this year. But the first time I hear something new from him, I usually ask, like, what does this man even hear when he listens to a beat? Because it's so off the wall. You know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to ask you how you feel about Earl. I'm an Earl fan. Um, I feel like he got his own style. And I feel like that's what's most important, regardless of what genre you do, like for you to have your own distinct, uh, your own distinct sound, even if it's not the most conventional or everybody don't rock with it. But if you got your own thing to where people can't say, okay, it's nobody, like it's nobody else in hip hop that sounds like Earl or that's rapping over like the, the song East, like who who else oh, would man. rap over that beat? You know what I'm saying? And he trolled so, so hard I, making I, a video I, I, for that. Yeah, exactly. And make a video for it. You know what I'm saying? So uh yeah, nah, I'm an Earl fan. I like his, I like his, I like his sound. I'm excited for his album. I'm excited for his album. I'm excited for Saba's album. Uh, and yeah, yeah, I'll say that for those two in 2022. Amine is a loser for 2021. Amine, he dropped um, last year. He dropped uh, that uh, the green. Dang, I forgot the name. Limbo. I love Limbo, bro. It was one of my. It was probably my favorite album of 2020 for like rap and stuff. And then he comes back and you know drops his you know 0.5 to 2.5 because the 1.5 was you know his first you know between his first and second album. Now he got the 2.5. It was trash, bro. So forgettable. Not good at all. I mean, you are a loser for 2021. <laughs> Damn, that was harsh. <laughs> Y'all got any losers for 2021? Any losers? Uh, it's hard for me to, like, here's the thing about it. Like, it's hard for me to call people that are millionaires and that are making money off of their crap losers. Like, even if you didn't have the most successful year, it's hard for me to be like, yo, you a, 
you a loser. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Roddy Rich, yeah, people are hating on the album or whatever, but he still could pay his bills and do fly shit. And, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, the first person that came to mind when you asked that was the baby, just because of when, like, beginning of this year, the baby was like a pop star. The baby was getting played on like white radio and things like that. And now, uh, regardless of whether you agree or not, they kind of they kind of blackballed me out the the mainstream spotlight. I don't know if you hear the people in the background outside shooting fireworks and uh, blowing a kazoo or whatever, but it's, it's mad loud in my background right now. I hear Sorry it a little bit, that. but you still good. Okay, but yeah. Ooh. How, how do y'all feel about 2022, the direction that Meg the Stallion's going? Do you think, because I feel like she took a little step back this year, like, of course, Meg the Stallion, the, um, the brand did amazing this year. But musically, even though Thought was a, was a hit, it was like the same flow, the same substance, the same lyrics. <laughs> that's what that's kind of what happens when you write all your stuff like that's kind of like one of the downsides of it so i just wanted to know where do you guys see meg going in 2022 do you think the decline kind of continues and maybe like meg just fades away into irrelevancy as far as a musical <laughs> person and she's just more of an influencer and a brand and a celebrity i mean i think i think that she definitely has the possibility to make a strong comeback it goes into just she has to talk about more substance, you know. Just she could clearly rap, but she's not. She's talking about the same stuff over and over, and it's only going to connect to a, a niche group of people, you know. And you got to get something that's going to connect with everyone, you know. Is like that's why Cardi B album went so crazy, you know. She had a lot of different songs. Um, you know, that's why freaking Doja Cat is going so crazy right now. She got a lot of different songs, you know? So it's cool to be on your hot girl, you know, like F these dudes and, you know, get a bag. <clears throat> you know, I just pulled your daddy at the mall. Like, that's cool. But after a while, you got to get deeper. And it's like, you've had a lot of situations happen in your life, but you're not touching on none of them, you know? You're not, you know, it's like, you don't, all your best friends that you were best friends with, most of them are gone. You know, you could talk about like betrayal and, you know, just even with the Tory situation, it's like, I bet this has been a tough situation, you know, but. but now it's, it's sketchy. She looking like a uh, doc, uh, not Dr. Nature, brother nature out here. Yeah. I, I feel like, you know, the whole situation from the beginning was was kind of off to me, just with the fact that when she did that IG live, and she never really spoke about what happened. Like what she's all she said was Tori shot me. Like y'all don't believe me? She crying. It was you know blah blah blah. But, but it's like, you know, she she didn't really say what happened. And it's like if you're gonna say all this stuff that he shot you and everything, you know, you can you could go a little more in depth. You could say, like, you know, we were arguing and then this happened. It's like, this is why he shot me, because this happened. You know, but none of that happened. It was just, he shot me, he shot me, y'all. Like, you know, and, yeah. So I always thought it was interesting. And then I saw the reception that um, um, that Tori has been getting from 
his peers in the music industry. And it kind of shows me also, it's like, they clearly, you know, I don't know. He, he, he's an independent artist, so they don't have to rock with him. But, you know, there's a lot of people that still rock with him heavy. So I think, you know, it's an interesting situation. And, you know, I think it was, it's a ledge, you know, and I'll, I'll say one other thing is the fact that he was never charged with assault. You know, I think that's that's the thing I was always, I don't know, I peeped, but it's like, if he doesn't get charged for assault, all he got is uh, charged with possession. That means they don't, they don't think he, he shot her. That's not what, that's really not even what the case in, uh, in trial for, you know? So, <clears throat> yeah, I don't really know the details of the case, but um, she probably can't really. She couldn't really probably speak about it too much in detail on that live, probably for legal reasons more than anything. Um, but, but if you go in and say he shot me, and you know, it's like, if you just go back to the live, it's like she was saying a lot, but she wasn't saying nothing. And it's like if you like. Your legal team is going to tell you if you can't talk about it, you don't even think about who did it. You know, you're not going to just be sitting here saying blah 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 shot me. It's you know, so I just feel you know you could at least say like we were arguing and then but you know, but I get what you're saying. It's like with legal because of legal repercussions, you know, you can't go too in depth. But I felt like it was just a lot of holes, and it's been holes this whole time. It's just like. And why is everybody so hush, you know? So. Yeah, I don't even want to, that's a whole, uh, that's a whole situation right there. I don't even want to, that's why I didn't really try to focus on it too much. Uh, it was weird though, seeing certain, just seeing how quick uh, certain people like didn't not to say that I'm like I know you support women and you not on no weirdo shit, but like certain people was like how like how uh happy they were to try to prove her wrong or whatever. Like it was some dudes that from the jump was just kind of like excited to I don't know like like they got got off on like trying to prove her wrong. I know that's not true, um, but that was kind of weird to me. But musically, as far as the original question, um. I agree with what Mo was saying about the subject. Like she could rap her ass off. She's super talented. Got the look, uh, good beat selection and all that, but you definitely want to hear more, like more diverse. She ain't gotta put on her kofi and get like super lyrical miracle. I don't want to hear her rapping about like the planets and the stars and you know, all of that, the cosmos and all that stuff. But like she, you know, she, she can it could be something else outside of, you know, I, I'll, I'll take your man and these niggas ain't shit and all that. <clears throat> it reminds it reminds me of like the baby, like musically of a couple of years ago, and people always like kind of called Meg the the female the baby and stuff like that, like music yeah. style and stuff. But it's like you know how everybody's like the baby's making the same song and it was a meme. I feel like no one's really doing that for Meg. And I think it is kind of like that hesitation of you don't want to be the person of like, y'all don't like black women. Y'all hate black women. Just say it, you know? So, um, but, but yeah, I mean, that's how I feel. So I think that's just an interesting thing to look at on the music side. 
I think regardless, Meg is still going to be successful as a brand, as a entrepreneur. Like, she's built her brand too much. Uh, the brand is too strong at this point. So, um, you know, she's still going to be successful. But I'm just saying on the music side of things, I'm looking at it like that. Um, oh, Mo, you're, you're 2021 loser. Oh, uh, who lost in 2021? Man, I don't know. That's a tough one. I think the loser of 2022 is going to be Trey Songs. But... Oh. <laughs> yeah, bro. I, I really feel like he's about to have a rough 2022, bro. Like, could he finna, now that he got somebody of real, like, notability to kind of say this, but um, but losers this year. I'm trying to think who. Man, I don't know. I I really can't think of anybody that in particular I really just want to give the loser to. Jelani, um, did you have a loser? You're on mute. You're on mute. You're on mute right now. Yeah, you get yeah, it. I, I muted it real quick because of the, the fiesta going on in the background. Uh, I, I kind of said the baby. I don't even know. I, oh, yeah. 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 Um, then, dang, I got I to gotta come up with something. I don't know. Um, bro, I can't. Joe Budden? Yeah. I was thinking that, but I didn't really want to say that. I was thinking, I wanted to say somebody like musically that I feel really flopped this year. Like, who's somebody that had like really low sales, you know, expected to do crazy? Maybe like, uh, maybe like a Yachty or something, but Yachty been going crazy. Like, as far as, I, I mean, in my opinion, I thought his music sounded good, but maybe like, Daddy might have had some lower than expected sales or something. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I would say one person. Oh, might... Bobby Schmurder. My bad. Bobby Schmurder. Oh, yeah. That that didn't really do too well. Hey, you got out of prison, though. I can't call him a loser. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, like, musically, like, he was, like, bro, like, we were playing his song for six years. And it was like like we were playing like it was 2014 in the summer every single week, and then you come out, and that's what you give us. You know what I'm saying? Like this is the best you got, like, bro. Like you was a hit machine in six years ago. Right, he wasn't a hit machine. He had like two songs. Yeah, he had two songs in one summer though. That's a lot. It's like Fetty Wap. Nah, Fetty Wap. Like Fetty Wap was Fetty Wap, like seven. Fetty <laughs> it's crazy. What's it called? Uh, nah, Fetty Wap was a hit machine. I, I feel like I feel like it was just it's it was too much hype around Bobby from the beginning. Like I mean, I think he was a, gr a really good artist, but I think the expectations of what he was finna come back and do, you know, like he did Bobby Bobby bitch, and then like you know, uh, and then the song of course hot hot nigga. And <clears throat> but other than that, but regardless, and computers. Oh yeah, he did do computers. That wasn't a hit, but you know that was. It's a, a, it's a street certified classic. 
<laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll say one album that one artist that I, I feel music has I did not enjoy at all this year, um, Trippy Red. I usually I usually kind of like some of his music, but I didn't like nothing that he did this year. I'm gonna be real. It's like he did Holy Smokes with with Lil Uzi. That was a that was a cool song. So I thought you know the album might be kind of far, but nah, it was it was mid. You know I don't know. He he's just still a good artist, but he's dumb young. So we do have to see how this pans out for him. <clears throat> and he had the Drake feature too. Jelani, you're on mute. If you wanted to say something, just a just a reminder. No, I got you. Yeah. But, but yeah, man. Um, that that's pretty much all. I like all I have right now, as far as like kind of the. And I could still go a little further, but I'll, I could cut it off here. Um, yeah. We yeah. I'm gonna have to get ready going to dinner tonight. You oh, know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What y'all got planned for New Year's? Well, for tonight. I'm in the crib, bro. Omicron. Uh, Over a half a million up. cases in America reported. I didn't report my case. Just imagine how many people was like me. How you not report? How'd you get a test? Uh, home, at home test. Man, I don't trust them at home test. That's bro. exactly what my dad said. But like, I felt it. Yeah, I mean, for you, I'm like for those people who are getting at home tests and they're like, oh, well, this is negative. I'm good. You know, I'm like, nah, bro. I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. How y'all feel about five days? They wildin'. <laughs> for real. Yeah, we're going to – they need a little bit more time than that, for real. At least seven. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, no, no. Because I felt normal after five days. I was vaccinated, though. I didn't get boosted, but I felt normal after five days. But I was still, like, a little sick. And I feel like if you're still a little sick, you shouldn't be out back in public, you know, amongst stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, but, yeah, Mo, go ahead. Uh, I'll let you close it out. All right, y'all. Well, you know, this has been a fun wrap-up, you know, with the 1 a.m. gang, gang, gang. Uh, we, hey, you know, we'll see y'all next year. Uh, but, you know, we will be back with a sports update as well. <laughs> why, why did Jelani do this, bro? We're not just going to go past my rock star vibe. Oh, yeah. Yes. But, but it looked like you did this, which is, you know, a whole, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, I was I was doing my, my uh, Gene Simmons or whatever. You, you're doing the Cardi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a rock star. Rock star, me. <laughs> Playboy Cardi, a loser in 2021, bro. No, that's another person I was I was thinking. Never too much. How Never too much. Loser? We don't have enough time for that topic, but how's your life? Back to it, but. All right, y'all boys be safe, man. Have a happy new year. Everybody shout out their socials. Oh, uh, follow me on uh, Twitter at Mo Knows underscore. Uh, follow me on Instagram at RBMo underscore underscore underscore. And on all streaming platforms at Mo Knows. Follow me on Twitter at underscore Jelani, J-E-L-A-N-I, two underscores at the end. Um, follow me at, no, not follow me, follow us at the 1 a.m. pod on Twitter um, and on TikTok, 1 a.m. pod. 
uh, yeah, shout out, shout out to the podcast, man. Shout out to 2021. Looking forward to 2022. Yes, sir. Road to 1K subs here. Let's get this channel monetized. Uh, 1AM podcast, everybody sub up, sub up, sub up. Thumbs up. Leave a comment. Like, comment, subscribe. We're we going to say it like the old school YouTubers. Like, comment, subscribe. Ring that bell for the post notifications. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, uh, man, you know what I'm saying? That, that's pretty much it. RashadMillin.com. You can follow me on Twitter. Uh, it's, been, it's been a good year. Renee Montgomery still needs to do something with Kennedy Carter. Until next time.